0: Today is the 15th day of December, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Dearly beloved, to the glory of your name, amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life, amen. Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Let's say together the Phanite. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, Psalm for the 15th day, evening prayer, Psalm 78. Hear my teachings on my people. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will declare the mysteries of ancient times. That which we have heard and known, and what our forefathers have told us, we will not hide from their children we will recount to generations to come the praiseworthy deeds and the power of the Lord and the wonderful works He has done. He gave His decrees to Jacob and established a law for Israel, which He commanded them to teach their children, that the generations to come might know, and the children yet unborn, that they in their turn might tell it to their children, so that they might put their trust in God and not forget the deeds of God, but keep his commandments, and not be like their forefathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast and whose spirit was not faithful to God. The people of Ephraim, armed with the bow, turned back in the day of battle. They did not keep the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law. They forgot what he had done and the wonders he had shown them. He worked marvels in their sight of their forefathers in the land of Egypt and the field of Zoan. He split open the sea and let them pass through. He made the waters stand up like walls. He led them with a cloud by day and all the night through with the glow of fire. He split the hard rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink as from the great deep. He brought streams out of the cliff and the waters gushed out like rivers. But they went on sinning against him, rebelling in the desert of the Most High. They tested God in their hearts, demanding food for their cravings. They railed against God and said, can God set a table in the wilderness? true he struck the rock the waters gushed out and the gullies overflowed but is he able to give bread or to provide meat for his people when the Lord heard this he was full of wrath a fire was kindled against Jacob and his anger mounted against Israel for they had no faith in God nor did they put their trust in his saving power so he commanded the clouds open above and opened the doors of heaven He rained down manna upon them to eat and gave them grain from heaven. So mortals ate the bread of angels. He provided for them food enough. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens and let out the south wind by his might. He rained down flesh upon them like dust and winged birds like the sand of the sea. He let it fall in the midst of their camp and round about their dwellings. So they ate and were well filled, and for he gave them what they craved. But they did not stop their craving, though the food was still in their mouths. So God's anger mounted against them. He slew their strongest men and laid low the youth of Israel. In spite of all this, they went on sinning and had no faith in the wonderful works. So he brought their days to an end like a breath in their years when sudden terror. Whenever he slew them, they would seek him and repent and diligently search for God. They would remember that God was their rock and the Most High God their Redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouths and lied to him with their tongues. Their heart was not steadfast towards him and they were not faithful in his covenant But he was so merciful that he forgave them their sins and did not destroy them. Many times he held back his anger and did not permit his wrath to be aroused, for he remembered that they were but flesh, a breath that goes forth and does not return. How often the people disobeyed him in the wilderness and offended him in the desert. Again and again they tempted God and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember His power in the day when He ransomed them from the enemy. How He wrought His signs in Egypt and His omens in the field of Zoan. He turned their river into blood so that they could not drink of their streams. He sent swarms of flies among them which ate them up and frogs which destroyed them. He gave their crops to the caterpillar and the fruit of their toil to the locust. He killed their vines with hail and their sycamores with frost. He delivered their cattle to hailstones and their livestock to hot thunderbolts. He poured out upon them his blazing anger, fury, indignation, and distress, a troop of destroying angels. He gave full rein to his anger. He did not spare their souls from death but delivered their lives to the plague. He struck down all the firstborn of Egypt, the flower of manhood and the dwelling of Ham. He led out his people like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He led them to safety and they were not afraid. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies. He brought them to his holy land, the mountain, and his right hand had won. He drove out the Canaanites before them and appointed an inheritance to them by lot. He made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. But they tested the Most High God and defied Him and did not keep His commandments. They turned away and were disloyal like their fathers, and they were undependable like a warped bow. They grieved Him with their hill altars and provoked his displeasure with their idols. When God heard this, he was angry and utterly rejected Israel. He forsook the shrine of Shiloh, the tabernacle where he had lived among his people. He delivered the ark into captivity, his glory into the adversary's hand. He gave his people to the sword and was angered against his inheritance. The fire consumed their young men. There were no wedding songs for their maidens. Their priests fell by the sword, and their widows made no lament. Then the Lord woke as though from sleep, like a warrior refreshed with wine. He struck down his enemies on the backside and put them in perpetual shame. He rejected the tent of Joseph and did not choose the tribe of Ephraim. He chose instead the tribe of Judah and Mount Zion, which he loved. He built his sanctuary like the height of heaven, like the earth, which he had founded forever. He chose David, his servant. He took him away from the sheepfolds. He brought him from following the ewes to be a shepherd over Jacob, his people and over Israel, his inheritance. So he shepherded them with a faithful and true heart and guided them with the skillfulness of his hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the second letter of Peter, chapter two, beginning at the 10th verse. Bold and willful, they are not afraid to slander the glorious ones, whereas angels, though greater in might and power, do not bring against them a slanderous judgment from the Lord. These people, however, are like irrational animals, mere creatures of instinct, born to be caught and killed. They slander what they do not understand, and when their creatures are destroyed, they also will be destroyed, suffering the penalty for doing wrong. They counted a pleasure to reveal in the day. They are blots and blemishes revealing in their dissipation while they feast with you. They have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. They entice unsteady souls. They have hearts trained in greed, accursed children. They have left the straight road and have gone astray following the roads of Baal and son of Boshar, whose love the wages of doing wrong, but was rebuked for his own transgression. A speechless donkey spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel, Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 3, beginning at the first verse. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for him, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the tree. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather up the wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. A Reflection for Thursday, the week of 3 Advent. A reading from the first letter to the Corinthians by Clement, Bishop of Rome, around the year 100. In prayer and supplication, We will ask that God who regulates all things must preserve intact through the world the precise number of His elect through His beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Through Him, He has called us out of darkness into light, out of ignorance into the knowledge of His glory, so that we might have hope, Lord, in His name, for it is the foundation of all creation. You have opened the eyes of our hearts, that they might know you. You alone are most high in the highest heavens. You are the Holy One who resides among the saints. You cast down the insolence of the proud and overturn the plots of the nations. You lift up the humble and put down the haughty. You enrich and impoverish. You kill and save and bestow life. You are the unique benefactor of spirits and the God of all flesh. You pierce the abyss with your gaze and scrutinize the works of humankind. You are the helper of those in danger, the savior of those in despair, the creator and guardian of every spirit. You multiply the nations over the earth, and from among them you choose those who would bring their love for you. Through Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, in him you instruct, sanctify, and honor us. We beg you, Master, to be our help and strength. Save those among us who are oppressed. Have pity on the lowly and lift up the fallen. Heal the sick. Bring back the straying and feed the hungry. Release those in prison. Lift up those who falter and strengthen the faint-hearted. Let all the nations come to know you, the one God, with your Son, Jesus Christ, and us, your people, and the sheep of your pasture. Through your works, you have manifested the eternal ordering of the world. Lord, Creator of the universe, you remain the same throughout all generations, Judgment of the judge, admirable in power and magnificence, full of wisdom in creating, and prudent in strengthening everything in existence. You manifest your goodness towards all visible things, and your fidelity towards those who trust in you, for you are merciful and compassionate. Forgive our transgressions, our errors, our lapses, our weaknesses. Do not keep count of the sins of your servants who purify us through the bath of your truth and direct our steps. Help us to walk in the holiness of heart and to do what is good and pleasing in your eyes and in the eyes of our rulers. Master, let your face shine on us to grant us every good in peace, to protect us in your powerful hand, to deliver us from every evil by the might of your arm, and to save us from the unjust hatred of your enemies. Grant to us and to all who dwell on this earth, Lord, peace and harmony as you once did to our ancestors when they devoutly invoked you in all confidence and uprightness of heart. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity and in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy, Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.